I'm really excited. We are a fully remote organization. It's why I get to do the work I do from Hawaii. It does mean I have really early mornings. So be aware of what you're signing up for, but I get to work fully remote. And so in supporting fully remote organizations, you have to be incredibly intentional about the culture and the way we work. Don't conduct your analysis in isolation because data is so incredibly powerful. Not defending just the tribe, but defending the organization. Those creative people that you really want to keep empowered, keep excited, keep motivated, keep thinking. Good experience pays dividends down the line. Stereotypes tend to break down in proximity. Welcome to We're Only Human, a podcast about human resources, business, technology, and the workplace. My name is Ben Eubanks, your host, and I'm so glad you're here. Hey everyone, it's Ben Eubanks, and I'm so excited to be here with you today. You know, one of the questions I get occasionally is, can HR, of all the functions of the business, of all the positions in a company, can HR really work remotely? Is it possible for the people who are supposed to be the stewards of the culture, supposed to be representing the company and the people's interests, can they work remotely? And so in today's conversation with Diana Brown from Eco, we're going to talk about that. We're going to dive into what she and her team do to positively influence culture as remote HR teams. We're talking about her actual physical distance from the company from a time zone perspective and some of the things that creates from the challenges and maybe the opportunities. We're gonna talk about some of the different ways the company intentionally creates connection with its people. I wanna give a quick shout out and a thank you to the team over at Goody for connecting us here for this episode. This actually is a replay of a part of our summer school content from this year enjoying the summer with the family, getting some of these replays out, and hopefully you're getting some great ideas, insights, inputs from these episodes in the last few weeks. I'm so excited to be back with some new interviews coming this fall, brand new content, great and amazing guests. It's going to be a ton of fun. So without any further ado, on with the show. I'm so excited here to have Diana with me because we're going to be talking about some of the ways we can support, appreciate, connect with our people, how to show them they matter to us, all those kinds of things that we get to do every day in HR. I'm so excited about it. And I'm so pumped, honestly. So you're over in Hawaii, right? That's right. Awesome. So before we get into some of the fun stuff, give the audience a little more about who you are and what you do and let us know why Hawaii, if that's not a weird question, because I'm just kind of curious. No, it's a great question. And it actually works into a little bit of my, who I am and my career stories. Hi everybody. I'm Diana Brown. I today am in a job as head of people for a company called Eco. I've been in HR for over 20 years at this. Before this, I was the head of international HR for uh, Capital One. I was based in Toronto. My role before that was chief people officer for the Canadian bank. And then I was with Capital One Corporate in the U.S. for years and years. I I am an American and had this amazing opportunity to go to Canada and that was great. And when we decided to leave Canada as a family, we did the, where do we want to be? All of my next opportunities were at headquarters, which is near DC, which is an amazing place, an amazing facility. And we were just not wanting to be back in, in DC. And like many people during the pandemic had an opportunity to revisit priorities and life desires and what do we want to be true about this one life we get to live? And for us, that meant living near water, which had always been a dream of ours and being close to family. And, and I, all of my extended families here in Hawaii. So we 
decided to do it. Originally, we said we're going to go as far west as California. And then we said, well, let's just keep Why going. Stop there? Yeah, yeah. Long answer on who I am and how I ended up in Hawaii. And and I will tell you, I spent 20 some years at Capital One, 55,000 person organization, big bank, Fortune 500, um, traditional bank. And then I made a career pivot to lead an organization that is in the double digits, fully remote startup. It's in the decentralized finance space. And so massive changes, which I'm happy to talk at any about at any point, but we'll say it's been an incredibly invigorating, refreshing and rewarding experience. I think every single thing about what your career was, all that are faster, like you'd flipped every single lever you could flip as you're going down. Oh. Like, how can I make one more change to this? And, and Absolutely. just transition. Yeah, yeah. Fun. And then actually not just in career, like in life, right? Yes. So how do I go from yes. Toronto? to Hawaii, you know, it, but, and yes. it's been incredible. Yeah. I'll guarantee that I never see snow again. Here we go. All right. <laughs> Although you can on the big island. Oh, okay. Up the mountain probably. Right. Up on a, okay. Okay. Yeah. okay. That's really fun. Okay. I just want to talk about like Hawaii because I've never been, I want to go, but we let's hold that one off. And if anybody out there is, let's do summer school field trip to Hawaii. We'll figure that one out later on, but let's talk about Let's talk about some of the stuff that that you and your team are up to. You said you've transitioned to a very different kind of company, and I'd love to hear from you. What is something in the HR world, HR-related, like some of the big, because you could be doing anything right now, and I'm just kind of curious, what's top of mind for you? What are you excited to be working on right now? Yeah, I'm gonna, I'll answer it two ways. I'll give you just a preview into the why I picked the company I went to. I've been at one organization for 20 some years, wherever I was going to hitch my wagon to, it, like it had to be important. And so I'll say, I'll offer to all of you listening, as you think about your next opportunity or you think about making it the next move, I really considered the interview process, me interviewing the company. I wanted a bunch of things to be true for me, particularly in the roles that we have, right? We have the privilege of supporting and building cultures, supporting people, making leaders better. We have to be principally aligned with the folks that we're supporting and the folks that we're working with. And so I spent a bunch of time interviewing the company to make sure it was the right fit for me. And now that I'm here, the thing that we're working on that I'm really excited about is we are a fully remote organization. It's why I get to do the work I do from Hawaii. It does mean I have really early mornings. So be aware of what you're signing up for, but I get to work fully remote. And so in supporting fully remote organizations, you have to be incredibly intentional about the culture and the way we work. And so for us, we're fully remote. We believe that our organization is special, needs to be special. We hire really talented people who we know can be anywhere they want. And while we have a very compelling mission, we really also want folks to want to be here and to like the people they're working with and to like the way we interact. And for us, it's around building our culture, ensuring that we figure out a way to build connectedness. And we know people want to be connected to the people they work with. You have to work extra hard at that when you're remote, right? When I can just close my laptop and never see these, and literally never see these people again. How do you build connection such that we do care about each other, right? Where you and I have a relationship and I want to work with you and I want to work on, I want to work a little bit harder for you. And I want us to deliver something together and you matter to me. How do we build that from in a world where actually what I could do is just close my laptop and not ever see you again? Yes, absolutely. Oh, I like that. I smiled really big when you said connection a minute ago, because I've had 
I told you earlier, I've been recording a couple of conversations with people. So I've, all of you out there, here's behind the scenes look. Right? If I've not already already heard from Marie over at Getty Images, one of the key things she talked about as well was really connecting with people and the culture is a critical, critical asset there. It's a critical piece of that. If we leave it alone, it tends towards chaos, right? So we've got to closely manage it. We have to think about it intentionally. And so I love hearing you talk about that piece of it and how it really comes together. Because in my head, I'm thinking someone that came from big company HR that may not be top of mind. And so it's so exciting to hear you say, no, this is like first and foremost, before anything else, this is what we've got to do to make sure we're getting it right. That's exciting. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. If anything, I would say I learned a bunch of that at Capital One because culture was so important there. And so back to the, I interviewed this company. I wanted to be really sure I was coming to the right place for me. I needed to make sure, hey, I want to make an imprint on this organization. I want us to be an organization that has hires the very best continues to have really high expectations for them, has presents them with incredibly hard and challenging problems to work with, rewards them really well, and is a really fun place to work. Like very simply that my, what I was looking for when I came and what I want to build is smart and good. Like I want smart people. I want good people. And how do we do all, when you double click on that, how do we build all the things that ensures that continues to be true? Come back to that in a minute and ask you a question on how you try to do that connectedness piece because everybody's got a little bit of flavor to it. And I, there's, I'll share with you a fun example because I love swapping notes on that, what's working, what I've seen be effective there. But the team over at Goody actually connected us and I'm so thankful to, for them because I feel like I got a new friend here. And uh, one of the things that obviously they connect us because you are using Goody as a tool to help you with some of the things you're talking about here, I would imagine. I won't put words in your mouth. Yep. So talk about why are you using Goody? What are you using it for? What's the impact? Yeah. One, I love Goody and I'll come back and I'll tell you why. But so for us, people matter, right? Like we have real lives outside of work. And so things like work anniversaries and birthdays or somebody on your team gets a certification. There are things that you want to be able to acknowledge and reward. And again, when you're in a workplace and I get a gift from my work, my kids notice that they pay attention to that, right? Oh, that's from Eco. Oh, what did Eco send you today? And so we use Goody as our gifting platform for our employees. Here's why I like it. When you think of reward and recognition, and we've gone away with this, but it's still worth reinforcing. We've gone away from it as an industry is it used to be that cash is king, right? So I work with you, Ben, I do a really good job. And you say, Hey, I want to recognize that. Yeah. Let me, I'll give her a bonus. I'll give her, who knows? It could be big. It could be a couple hundred bucks. It could be 50 bucks, whatever. What we actually know is, but the problem is when you give me cash, goes into my direct deposit. I happen not in our home to manage our money. So I never see it get spent on gas or groceries or whatever. And I, it literally, it had a one second impact in that conversation. And that is it versus gifts. What we know are tangible things is that every time I use it, I a mental connection is redrawn between you and me. So every single time I put on these earrings, I know the woman that gave it to me. I remember when she gave them to me. I know where she bought them. I remember what reason she gave to me. Every single time I pick them up and my brain is able to do that in a half a second. And so imagine if I'm wearing or using something for my company, all of those fire things happen. Oh, this is from Eco. They sent it to me on this for this occasion, for this thing I did that was really important and really impactful. And I matter to my boss who sent this to me. 
every single time I touch it, it reinforces that connection. And we want that because again, we're trying to foster a connection and a type of engagement with your employer that you, it, that's hard to do in a remote world. And it's hard to do in a world where people can have, you know, switch jobs anymore. We want them connected to us. And so we love Goody for that reason, because one, we believe in gifts, tangible things people can hold and touch and see as having ongoing and repeated effects and rewards for us. I like Goody because they offer a couple of things. One, their gifting platform is very slick and nice. So you get it over, you send me a little gift. It's integrated with your phone and online. It opens up really beautifully. It's just got a really nice, uh, really nice product feel. Yes. And they offer this thing called swapping. I don't know if you, you're familiar with this, but say, Ben, you pick out a gift for me. I'm a hardcore coffee drinker. And unfortunately, as my manager, you don't remember that, which you should, but let's pretend you don't. Here's some tea. And, you like, eh. Here's some tea. and I am so touched by this, the gesture. And I'm like, oh, I don't want tea. I can swap my gift and I can now go get the coffee thing instead. And all, and guess what? For only one second, do I remember that you got it wrong? But every single time I use my coffee, I still get the Ben thought of me and Ben acknowledged me for this thing. And that was important and that mattered and I mattered. And so I just, obviously I could talk about the platform a lot. It's a, it's really slick. It's really smart and super easy. We're fancy here at Eco. That's really fun. I, yes, I'm thinking back to when I was running an HR team and I had the wicker basket in the corner with a bunch of gift cards in it and a little sheet where I was like logging those and it was annoying Absolutely. as can be. It was a pain in the neck. Oh, we've got two left. You either get Bass Pro Shop or Home Depot. What do you want to yeah, give that wonderful absolutely. accountant on your team? She's been doing a great job. Which one does she want? No, let's get something. Yeah. So they had the flexibility there to really meet the person where they are, the things that they care about. It's a reminder too, I think, right? You, you gave the example, like we can't swap if we have to, but a manager that knows their people well, is going to give them something that really connects and resonates with them because they know who they are. Diana, I know you care about whatever this is. You're not just a coffee drinker, but you like this kind of coffee. Like, oh, we're going to give you that because yes. I, want you to know that I remember that about you. That's exactly right. That's exactly right. Yeah. Okay. Awesome. I was going to ask you a question about connection. This, that can be your answer. Like we, we use this as a way to connect because you use that word a couple of times as you were explaining mm -hmm. that. But I was going to ask you if, if at eco, if y'all have any specific things you do as a way to try to connect people, I'll give you one. So I was meeting with a friend at a company recently and they say they do a ways we're weird. Every single employee, when they come in, I think about two or three things that are unique and completely out there about them that are almost unbelievable. It's like a two truths and a lie kind of thing, but it's, they're all true about the person. And so one of the, one of the ones that my friend brought up recently was, Hey, I've actually had my heart stopped twice. Like I've known you for years. I had no clue about it. Tell me the story. And so it just creates another connection to him, another connection point. And I feel like I know him better now than I did before, just because I'm finding, finding the ways that he's weird as admittedly. And so it's a fun way for people to break the ice and say, Ooh, I do that too, actually. And so we have a point of connection or I know yeah. idea about that and I'd love to know more about it. So just start some conversations. I love that. Ways I'm weird. Okay. If we have time at the end, I want to hear your, how you're weird. And I'm going to oh, think about that. Um, okay. we, I am incredibly proud um, of the things we do. We don't have it. We don't have this nut cracked. And I will say as HR leaders, we have to stay mindful of this. We've got to have our radar tuned. To, to what I would say is two things. One is the talent on your team and the other is culture. And I'm going to tell you the things I'm proud of. This is also to say, keep sharing those ideas. I love the ways we're weird and we might borrow it because we've got to keep, keep an eye on these. Yeah. For us, we do a couple of things. So we're fully remote um, and we're async. So we have core hours and async means we don't all, we try to be very meeting light. We get a lot of work done at different hours. So you're in Alabama, I'm in Hawaii. That puts us 
six hours apart. Yeah. How do we all, how do we use that actually to our advantage and not have to be like, oh, can we just meet between four and 5 p.m. your time, you know, 10 a.m. my time. So we really try to use it to our advantage. We do a lot of writing and we're really thoughtful about just our work product. But there's a couple of fun things we do. One, we're very intentional about onboarding. We also have a, I'll say a document, but imagine like something that outlines, hey, this is what it means to work async at Eco. So things like, you know, we use Slack a lot. We don't have expectations on timing when you reply. Feel free to write emojis. So on Slack, instead of having you send me a note, I don't have to write back and say, sounds good. I can just do a thumbs up. Totally appropriate, super efficient. But those are the kinds of things that I might feel unsteady on my feet for about the first couple of weeks or month if we don't say it explicitly. So we try to make all the implicit norms explicit. So we get try to get really helpful with our new joiners. We also do things like donut on Slack. Donut's a fun integration on Slack where it just randomly pairs you up. We we have a couple, we have a number of set meetings where we have cameras on because we want to be able to see you. We also are very free in the chat. Hey folks, use the chat. And we say, again, making the implicit explicit, go nuts on the chat. We want we need to have conversation and either comment on the material or just have some fun back and forth. We also, because again, we're fully remote, what hybrid means to us is we're intentional about when we get together. So at least three times a year, we create these co-working experiences. We call them e-convenes, a play on eco. And so we descend on different cities and we take about 10 to 12-ish co-workers. And this is not segmented by team or by boss or by function. It is literally where we just say, hey, it's a bit more complicated than first come first serve because you want to yeah you want to make sure that folks who haven't had a chance to go can go etc. But we get twelve coworkers together and we co-work. So we go to a WeWork, we co-work. What we find is it actually increases collaboration. Right, we're a small company, so even though you and I might not be on the same team, we're sitting there co-working. We look up and we say, "Oh, are you working on this thing? I am too. What do you know?" I like it. Really, just cr- it starts to re-foster and recreate that in office. What we find is our employees are excited to see each other. They're only seeing each other maybe a couple of times a year in that type of environment. I'm excited to be sitting next to you and to learn from you and to come back to we work in the morning and to do dinner. It's different than in the office every day. It's where you're, I'm like, if I if he brings tuna fish sandwich one more time to work, I'm, my head's going to explode. So the things that make us crazy at work don't actually make us crazy when it's just occasionally. And and it's something you get to look forward to. So we, we do some, I'd say team building. We're pretty light on that, but bowling or a morning hike or whatever that thing may be. So we do that a couple of times a year. We also do have an all company retreat where we go away for us. It happens to be an international location, which is always fun. Last year we went to Lisbon and we just our focus is on getting to know each other. And we have team building, not in the let's do ropes courses together, but in the, Hey, here are all the options. And you're not going to know who signed up. So Ben, I don't know if you signed up for the barista, how to be a barista class, but maybe we do. And so you and I are in this thing together or surf lessons or an amazing race adventure. So we try to be really thoughtful about in-person activities when we need to and find the sweet spot between not too many where folks don't want to be traveling that much. And frankly, in my role, I'm super sensitive to that because of where I am, because of where I'm located, right? It's not easy for me to get 
anywhere. And how do we make the time really fulfilling and in a way that naturally builds connection, but not in this forced, okay, I'm in HR and we need to put on name tags and let's go do a ropes cleaning class together. That's really fun. And I love that so much. You get some really good examples out right there. Can Eco is a unique kind of company in some ways. And so it was goodness. It'd be great for us to go to Lisbon, but Hey, guess what? She didn't say you had to. She said, guess what? Find the thing that fits for you. Find the way to create connection for your people. Do it intentionally or it will not happen. Period. That is exactly right. That is exactly right. Do it intentional. Culture does not happen by accident. Be intentional about how you use your time and your resources and your leadership presence. So having time for us, having time with leaders in this dedicated way is really valuable. That can happen in a number of different ways. You can have leaders can go to different sites. Leaders can do on one-on-ones. Leaders can do Zooms. There are all kinds of other ways we can do that. All right. Before we wrap up, do you have a weird thing? Do you want to give, do you want to give a weird one? I am not afraid to try new things. So I just recently joined an outrigger canoe club. Um, oh, wow. So cool. Ocean and I, that's fun for, for me. I didn't think that was cool, except I've had friends who have said, Hey, like us trying new things at this point in our lives. Like that's a pretty big one. That's uncommon. Um, yes. I'll teach you a fun Hawaiian word, which is called huli, which is to capsize we just hoolied on one of our rides uh, and i was that's as scary as it sounds when this big outrigger canoe flips over and you got to figure out how to get a right size and get back in it and yes i'm not afraid to try new things how's that there's a that's a great one though and i love the example because you're anyone can say that like okay is it a food is it whatever else but being, being able to being willing to say i'm going to try something i've never ever done in my whole life and it could feel miserably it could be the next phase of my life but this could be just bring me joy and so that's a lot of fun yeah. mine are all like better. You can fail miserably and have it bring you joy. Oh, in that, yeah, in that order, probably. Yeah. <laughs> okay, I'll give you two, two of them. One, I can walk my hands and have been able to for wow. a long time. I love it, and it's one way to entertain the kids. Here's a real fun one that's completely weird and out there. When I'm eating candy, I have to eat one piece on each side of my mouth. I alternate. I can't eat two on this side. I have to get one here. And then she the other on the other side. It's like a weird little, I don't know what it is, quirk, but. Very interesting. Okay, I like that. I, I do color coordinate my M&Ms before I eat them. Uh, see, okay. All right, for everybody else I out like there. I feel like that's not weird. I feel like that's like standard. Like you everyone eat, everyone just, must do. M&Ms, dump it in the hands, dump it in my mouth. I one don't side, even, one side, yeah. I just throw it in. Okay, so for everybody else out there, drop something in the comments here. What's your weird, something funny, unique, just interesting about you. Maybe that. that someone else will be surprised by. So if that's fine, we'll create some connection here with HR summer school community. Diana, if if you're okay with it, I'll make sure and tag you in, on the your LinkedIn profile here in the chat so people can reach out, connect with you, follow you. Thank you again for joining me. This has been such a blast and I'm thankful to the Goody team for making sure we made this connection. Absolutely. Thank you for having me. And yes, please reach out on all the things, building connection, making bold moves like going to Hawaii and living your dream. I'm happy to talk about any of it. So please reach out. How to Hooli with Grace, like all those things. You That's got it down. Right. How awesome. to Hooli with Grace, how to fail and find joy at the same time. All right. Thank you again, Diana. To everybody else out there, keep sharing your weird. Thank you so much for joining me on the show today. I'm honored to have you as a listener. If you enjoyed this episode, please take 10 seconds to rate it at iTunes, Stitcher, or wherever you listen to your podcast. Also, if you know a friend that could benefit from today's conversation, please pass it their way. After all, a rising tide lifts all ships. To see show notes, sponsor information, and our full show archives, visit OnlyHumanShow.com.